correct. No, <laughs> just silent. every time. <laughs> just go silent as soon as I say it's go. Are you? What are you listening to, Julian? Some really hot music about hot Pompeii music. being hot music. Pompeii being excavated. Um, sorry, there's some tabs I had open in the background. What? I think I should close them all. What music is that? Close, 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 <clears throat> close, close, close. Pompeii being excavated. I want to know what that is now. It's not a uh, no. It's literally a video about Pompeii being excavated, but they've got oh. some kind of like. Oh, it's got yeah. music in the background. It's not tempo, like tempo, up tempo music. Pop yeah, song. It's not like it's about that. It's, no, no. It's because um, archaeology has to be cool by having dripping music to it. <laughs> Why are you looking at that? It was just in the background. I was like, let me clear the tabs. But it was still. And into the office this week for the first time in about nine months. Whoa! Um, just because there's this there's this sort of data job which is almost impossible to run any other way. Oh. Um, and it was really strange because it was like a sort of time warp. Yeah. Uh, because there was like tabs open and things like that in my browser from sort of a year ago. What? And sort of there were apps as well which have like updated since then, so they still had the old logo and that kind of thing. And also, wow. I was amazed by how comfortable my office chair is. <laughs> yeah, compared to home. You know, I, yeah, I never really kind of thought of it as a particularly great chair. It's a pretty good chair, but I was just like, oh, this is so nice. My Are you allowed to take it home? Um, I don't know. That might, pro probably not. It sounds like, I, yeah, I, don't, I, think, I think taking furniture is probably the limit of um, the, the things you're allowed to do. Yeah, but if you're working at home... And the chair's just sitting there with no one in it. You're going to bring it back. You're not stealing it. Yeah. Seems reasonable kind of to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I should be sitting in my nice chair. That must have been weird going in. Yeah. Did everybody? Strange. No, there was about five people. Okay. Think, Did you have to get tested or anything? Have... Uh, no, they take your sort of temperature as you're coming in, but that's it. But Yeah. But um, there's limited opportunities for me to get sick, given yeah, um, true. Just you haven't really room on my own. <laughs> anyway, those squirrels though that you've been cozying up to. Yeah, I might get <clears throat> squirrel zombieism. <laughs> squirrel zombieism. <clears throat> Sorry, I've got. It's a bit been of very a... nice. <laughs> Cough. Yeah. It's been really nice to see the sun. Oh, it's week. beautiful. I feel like I should be outside. Yeah. I went for a long walk yesterday and I just feel lazy today. It was very spring-like. I spent yeah. a long time watering my plants yesterday because I think it also feels like it's been raining for so long that it it hasn't actually rained in quite a while. But in my mind, I was like, it's just been ago, so gloomy. I feel. Is it? Well, I guess not heavy enough to water the plants. And so mm. the plants were really very dry and sad. Oh. But they'll probably be quite happy now. Tulips coming up. I dreamt about plants. I dreamt that I was responsible for all these plants and it was kind of in my parents' garden. There were lots of people there. But the plants all kind of like had sort of personalities and there was this one plant, I was repotting them. <laughs> There's this one plant that was like really essential that I look after it and it was sort of in danger of dying and it was like the most important plant and I felt really stressed that I was not going to do it right. But I don't know. It's a very weird thing to dream because I don't really 
think like that about plants. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's your subconscious telling you you need to take more care of your plant brethren. <laughs> Maybe. I am, though. My plants are doing quite well. The uh, dangly one. What's that called? The zebra one. He's quite happy. I put him on my um, window sill, though. I open the window a crack. Because I feel like, because he's in the middle of the room and it is doing well. But then I sort of think, maybe I want some more light. So then I move it. But then I wonder if that's bad, like moving them around. Do they not like that? Um, well, not constantly moving around, but I think, you know, you can find the sweet spot for them. No, I mean, I do move, like, normally it will be in the middle of the room. But then when it's a sunny right. day, sometimes I'll, like, move it so that no. it can get some more light and then move yeah, it that's back. That's probably fine. Yeah. Just so it can suck up some juicy sunlight and store yeah. it up. <laughs> I don't really know how it works. <laughs> Sounds good. I think it probably does work like that. I mean, you know, they're, they're just yeah. sort of like us. cells like, going together. Yeah. Yeah. We just, we need, we don't necessarily need constant sunlight, but we need some. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the only thing that kind of can annoy them is if they are, if I guess if it goes from like very, well, some plants don't like too much sunlight as well. Um, but if it goes from like very shady to suddenly very bright sun, they could perhaps get sunburnt or shocked in some way. Oh. <laughs> sunburnt and shocked. That's sad. Shocked. Yeah. <laughs> Plants get shocked. Just like it's probably it's more so when you when they're in a nice warm place and you put them in suddenly somewhere cold and they're like, this is too cold. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. The window is open, so I wondered if they would not be happy. But I think it's alright. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that coffee looks so good. Now you make me want one, and I didn't make one. Oh, mine wouldn't be that good, though. It would just be... Sorry. Um, yeah. So exciting news, we're allowed haircuts at some point in the future. Oh, yeah. Well, I keep cutting mine, and now it's just got to the stage where it's like, I just need to go and to say to them, look, I tried to do this. Can you sort it out and make it a little bit more better? I mean, it's okay. I gave myself this fringe. But then what happens is I do that. I'm like, yeah, I'll have a fringe. And then I cut it and it's it's all right. But then I just never wear it like that. I just push it to the side. So why didn't I just cut it like that? I don't know. But I did used to just kind of like be a bit more sort of mm, slapdash about it. <laughs> And now I feel like I have to be a little bit professional. One thing, because I went into school and I have been going in like once a week. So it's not like I haven't been at all. But I still haven't been that much around people. And one thing I noticed like last week, I was quite overwhelmed by just being around people in the flesh. <laughs> I hate that term. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. In the body. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And you don't realise until you're not doing because even if you see people on computer screens, you sort of like, you're kind of tricked into like, oh, I've spent time with them and I've seen these people. But until you, you see them in actuality, and it was like, I literally was talking to this colleague and I was just looking at him. It's like his face and his skin and his hair and his beard. I was just like, wow, his face is really nice. And like, I was just really like struck by like the actual physicalness of people. Like, you know what I mean? Like the imperfections and the, yeah, like yeah. hair and texture and it's just, I don't know, it's something about 
having a conversation in person that's just so different and so overwhelming and also that like every exchange is so, even just having an exchange with one person is a huge thing but then when you go into work or when I do it's like well it's going to be hundreds of people and it's just it's quite overwhelming like it's quite tiring in a good way but it's just so different than just being at home and I don't know it's really interesting it's all kind of sort of you know obvious and there's probably lots of psychology about it but I was really like I was talking to this colleague and I was just like oh look at his face <laughs> look at his lovely beard <laughs> <laughs> yeah it gives um I was saying do you think it gives some tiny <laughs> insights to what it's it, like um but it's weird like sort of thinking how people were put into prison how you're mm. like you're, you can end up being so deprived of kind of human oh, contact there people are in and, isolation yeah, for just, a long time you can imagine how i don't agree with it i just yeah. don't like i can't see how that is a good thing in society like how are we i mean it just depends whether you're you believe in rehabilitation or not like otherwise what's the point like you're just you know how are we getting better as a society if we're just literally understand when people are a danger but then we want to try and understand why and try and make it better and it's just I can't it just makes me feel so afraid it's one of the things that I'm most afraid of because it's not like I'm going to be imprisoned but I'm sort of have I just can't even think about it just makes me really depressed <laughs> yeah I also sort of yeah, think it... about that thing of like young people um, like teenagers and the kind of modern thing of online interactions and how easily you can get into that um, and kind of like online dating and things and I sort of for me like I remember for instance being at uni and my friend at uni <laughs> um, chatting to people online and getting really into kind of thing I think some people did because it was the beginning of that and kind of like I've got a girlfriend she's in America like they've never met you know and it's kind of like I don't really mind about what someone like we're in love and I don't really mind about what they look like and they've never actually met and there was kind of a sort of whole thing like that I guess because it was like a new thing but I think teenagers can kind of get into it as well where it's like and you feel like you're having a very real interaction but it's so different when someone is there even if you've seen them on a screen it's just there's nothing like it I think there's just too many mm. like it's like to do with how they move and their smell and like yeah they, and then also that thing of like um the shock of actual physical bodies and sometimes we can get so sanitized like if you're only seeing things on screen and you're only seeing say like say like with sort of sex and nakedness like if you're only seeing kind of naked other naked bodies on screen they're celebrities and they're like a sanitized and b like this kind of perfect view of them and even if they're not perfect there's this kind of like it's not it's not real and it must be such a shock if you just have that and then the actual physical presence of someone and like skin and hair and bits and like you know and smell and I don't know makes me think of a cor did you ever read um Jimmy Corrigan were you ever into those no sorry the um comic books are sorry it's just um Lee's really into them and I wondered if you 
he'd shared them with you as well but there's like a strip of jimmy corrigan the characters like this really awkward um man i don't know how old he is it kind of goes through his life he's really awkward and uncomfortable and he has this like his first sort of sexual experience and he's like fairly older and it just shows how he's just like completely because the comic panels are like really detailed it goes in and in and in and in to like a little frame or a little moment or a little part of a room and he's just completely overwhelmed by like the actual reality of a woman and he can't like he's just didn't nothing kind of prepared him for the fact that you know what a body is actually like just yeah it's interesting <laughs> I, know, I think there's been some psychological studies which it's funny that I think it's like the more you remove from interaction the better people get on because they kind of <laughs> so it's like that's strangely if people are only allowed to talk to each other yeah if they're only allowed to talk to each other by text message then mm. they kind of think the they because I guess they make up all the other stuff in their imagination, and so they sort of it's easy to kind of be like imagine this person is wonderful and attractive or interesting. Yeah, and like it's the same yes. kind of jokes as you. Just project. Um, yeah. Oh, I, I was um, just trying to remember this um artist. I saw this. There's this film about him, John Ruskin, um, and ah. Uh, so apparently, I mean, I, I guess they know from letters and I don't know if he wrote diaries, but um, or maybe his wife did. But he so he was he pre-Raphaelite painter, it was sort of that kind of style, I think. Um, and if you think of those women, they're always sort of slim and, and wavy. They've got like long sort of red hair on their body but like no hair on their actual body no pubic mm. hair and apparently he when he got married he just would like wouldn't have sex with his wife because he was absolutely repulsed by her pubic hair um like actually like disgusted and <laughs> it's this kind of trend of these like male artists who had only seen their idea of beauty had come from like previous sort of sculpture and arts and things that depicted women in a certain way that they had no preparation for what someone was really like. This is really disturbing. He just like, yeah, was like absolutely horrified and just like wouldn't touch her. <laughs> it's just strange. And so then you get like a whole load of people like painting people in a certain way and then it looks like to history it's like oh that's what people looked like but it's not what people looked like mm. but that's just how they chose to portray them yeah it's, it's interesting i always think with that like when there's like lots of um art which is very different from realism though when you sort of um yeah like the kind of uh, there's, there's there's this huge number of um assyrian relief sculptures in the British Museum and, and you know they have those sort of um now I, and this is the thing I always get confused as to what they are because you're like it's a lion or is it a eagle or something you know because it's kind of one of these things where it's kind of got like the head of a man with a kind of big sort of you know curly hair and it's got sort of claws a bit like a tiger at the front and sort of more like a griffin Ooh. at the back and it's got wings yeah and so you <laughs> So I mean I guess that's it. It's like if you sort of say it's a lion, well it's a it's chimera. Sort of, a chimera is that what the word? Chimera. Uh, chimera. Chimera. <laughs> hmm. Um. 
But it's interesting just that, 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 that you know, and also, I mean, more, more probably well-known in, in sort of Egyptian art where you sort of see it's very stylistic. Yeah. But that that was sort of like, but it was taken that that was like the correct or a good way to yeah. portray how, you know, so if you wanted to make a sort of representation of a, of a scene, you would use these stylized figures. Yeah. I mean, I think also it seems like there was also there was a lot of sort of theatrical headdress kind of and makeup sort of wearing. So it was also that people were trying to mm. transmogrify themselves into <laughs> these other kinds of shapes and beings there too. Mm. So it's a kind of interesting kind of that there was this other that they were trying to get to. Yeah. For, you know, just unclear. Um but yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I guess in some ways it's sort of not so different. We we are still kind of doing that today, and the Victorians are doing that. It's yeah. just it's a different, it's a yeah. different. But what's weird now is that we're doing it, but like with real people. <laughs> so yeah. it's not even it's not just like statues, sculptures, or or art, but it's like celebrities, and they're like yeah. kind of made to look a certain but there's way. That thing so where it seems there's, real, um, but it's not. Yeah, I and mean, there's also sort of the rise of completely fake people mm. as well so that now we yeah. are kind of like using old bits of film to reconstruct yeah. people's faces put them into new films yeah and there's sort of things like yeah like the deep fakes stuff yeah. which is sort of going on there's sort of there was something in the news this week about this company where they can sort of take old photos of your deceased you know ancient like very old photos of like deceased relatives and sort of make them look a bit like a kind of weird little tiny movie clip where they're kind of like you know moving oh, wow that's freaky and yeah and sort of move around would you want that um, and then there's also well probably not but i mean yeah. i don't know I mean, it's one of those things where you like be like well maybe i'll try it out if it's not mm. you know i mean there's so many things where it's like if it doesn't hurt and it doesn't cost very much yeah. money or it's free people are like yeah why not give it a go yeah exactly um there's also things like the just completely virtual characters as well um mm. i can't remember her name but there's some there's, there's a few people, isn't there? There's Dua Lipa, is it, or something? Is that, there's that. I've heard Instagram. the name, but I don't know. Yeah, there's this Instagram model that is. Is she um, a singer? Is... Maybe I'm getting confused. Yeah, I probably am. But um, there's some Instagram model, and there's a various Japanese stars who are kind of completely virtual. Oh. Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean completely virtual? And they never do anything in public? No, they just. Uh, Michaela. Michaela. Have you okay. Heard of her? No. So she's just Neil McQuayla. Here we are. I'll send you the link. So okay. she's just a, a render. Oh, I just started to do a little video. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I got I got completely no, confused. I... I'm gonna. I've just portrayed my ignorance to the well, um, the Gen Zs. Well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even as included as you are. And she also looks. She does look a bit strange. She doesn't look right. that realistic. What? This isn't a real person. Yeah. No, she's not real. Um, and what she's just made up. What do people know that? Yeah, everyone everyone knows. Okay. Um, what does she do? Lots of stuff goes around all over the place and what, promotes. How can she go around the place if she's not real? Well, because there's there's a whole big team of people that fly around what? the world and have a kind of you know where they meet with people and then they superimpose her later. What? I don't um, understand. But. I genuinely yeah, and, and, don't understand. Well, you know, just like in films today, you know, quite a lot of the characters are CGI renderings. So she's just a CGI personality. 
but she goes back a long time that's the, that's why she looks the way she does yes. because they haven't because there was like these virtual beauty contests a while ago and i think she was sort of something that was kind of coming out of that scene so weird um, i've never heard of this and she has some other friends who are also virtual but they tend to she's i think the most famous virtual character oh gosh didn't know about this but um so she's like a sort of fantasy of what people want to see, essentially. What? She's an amalgam of all the like things that we're supposed to find beautiful or people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean she fits she fits brilliantly into the Instagram life yeah. because you know, she can just sort of uh I what I'm not quite clear is I feel like they must be at times using a real model yeah. and just superimposing yeah. her face. Yeah, I think they must because be. Because some of the some of the sort of movement stuff yeah. of videos is just incredibly but that's fluid like, and That's really damaging, isn't it? Because it's like not only are you trying to, if you're young, sort of keep up with these celebrities, it's sort of impossible because a lot of it's kind of photoshopped and anyway, they're like extraordinary, weird human beings. And you're trying to give up someone that isn't even real. They're just like made to be beautiful. Well, in a way, maybe that shows you can't the few... compete with that. Yeah, perhaps it shows the futility of it, though, because I mean, yeah. she doesn't even have to sleep, so she can just be in <laughs> New York and London and Sydney all at the same time. This sounds like a uh, sort of um, dystopian future thing of you know, like real models being like, well, how can we, you know, like attacking the robots because they're like, yeah, because they don't have to sleep, so they can just take over the business basically and it's like yeah i mean she's not a robot but you know what i mean it's like oh how can we compete with this yeah it's oh. a kind of interesting and good question <laughs> strong yeah because one of the things that's kind of weirdest about it as well if you scroll back in time is obviously the fact that she never changes her look or never age and never ages yeah never ages that's the thing yeah that's the dream though isn't it <laughs> well i mean it's not like my dream for some people. <laughs> well, it would be nice to have some things not age, I suppose. <laughs> oh, talking about aging, though, at, so at work, one of my students who's like, I think he's, no, he's 15, I think. Anyway, they're, so they're the year 11s. And, um, and he was listening to music while he was supposed to be in live lessons. And then he was just like, this tune is bagging. This is from like ages ago. And I was like, what are you listening to? <laughs> Big Mountain, Baby I Love Your Way. <laughs> I was like, that is from my GCSE year. That's just so weird. And he was like <laughs> well, really into it. He was like, yeah, this is so good. <laughs> well, yeah, it is ages ago, but it was just weird that it's like exactly the same age I was listening to oh, it. Right. But that's when it came out. Yeah. It was just really, and that they liked it. Like, this is banging. <laughs> so I told him to play uh, Aswad Shine as well <laughs> afterwards. He's like, oh, yeah, this is great. This is like stuff that my dad would listen to. I'm like, yeah, well, your dad is probably my age. And he's like, my dad is 35. I'm like, hmm, <laughs> your dad is younger than me. And he was like, what? <laughs> yep, great. Oh, dear. Which means that his dad is too young to be listening to that. Like, he was really young when that was coming out. Because if I was 15, I don't know. I don't know. When I got, like, into music, was probably, like, a bit older than, like, 10. <laughs> oh, so, by the way, because you probably haven't listened to it or, like, looked. Well, you might have looked. 
but on the um, last minute, mm. when um, so they say Zoe makes up the title of the, that, the name of the <laughs> company that they work for. And she says it's mm. called Aristotle. And he's like, like the turtle. And we're like, what? Yeah, I've already done that as well. Okay, well, I looked it up. And actually, yeah. it's the opposite of what we were thinking or what Zoe's thinking. So Zoe's kind of react like, oh, God, look at this loser. Like, no, do a turtle. It's like like the philosopher. And Stefan is actually the smart one. So it's he's referring to, because he says, like, Aristotle. Um, Aristotle wrote about, hang on. I'll just get it right because I put it in my notes. Aristotle wrote about Zeno's paradox. Do you know about that? I feel like you do. Yeah. 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 That's the turtle and the hare paradox. Yeah. Isn't it? That's what he's referring to, even though it's turtle, but that's what he means, I think. Um, ah, I see. So when yeah. he's, she's saying Aristotle, he's like being like with the turtle. Yeah. He's like, well, you mean right. the one that, that writes about? Yeah. It's not 100% clear, though, because no. we thought he was referring to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I know, but I'm I think. Trying um, to remember. But I think that Aristotle must be what was... it is. Because that's the link yeah. to Aris Aristotle. When I, I looked up Aristotle, tortoise mm. or turtle, and that's what came up. Yes, tortoise really. But yeah, so Achilles and the turtle where... That's, well, that's again, though, isn't it? If you're saying turtle, it's not. It's a tortoise. Yeah. They, weren't, yeah. they weren't teenage But people do get tortoise. those. People do get those confused. They do. That's true. So I, I, I don't think... I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say he was the smart one. I think he was... Okay. <laughs> I think they're trying to make him look dumb and... Well, that's it's, it's quite smart to, make, to know about that. Like, I didn't know until I looked it up. It is, but, uh, but if he did It means he's um, read Aristotle. Well, it doesn't necessarily. He might have yeah, just, he's just heard of Zeno's paradox. Okay, yeah, but, but still. Um, it's also considered with a with a arrow, isn't it, where you're kind of like, you know, it takes half the time to get halfway to the tree and it never reaches the tree. Oh, yeah. Is that also Zeno's? I don't know. It's the, same, it's the same kind of idea, but it's this sort of mathematical, you know, that you're kind of... Do you understand it? The, the boundary. Yeah, it's because you're it's because you're sort of setting you're doing everything up to the point at which it occurs. Okay. So you're kind of saying let's always take half the time, half the distance until the end point to, and like, you know, they then cover half of it and then they cover half of it again. So you never ever actually get there because you're summing to infinity everything short of the actual end point. But there's always those weird things as well, like um so like 9.9 .9 reoccurring oh. is mathematically identical to 10. Okay. Um, and so it's just, it's just kind of strange, yeah. Um, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> okay, so this minute. I can talk on the minute, yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. I, I've forgotten all the characters' names and everything about the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I watched a little bit of the beginning again. I was going to watch it all the way through, but up to where we've got you. Um, so, well, just as a little catch-up then. So uh -huh. they, he goes in with the hurt wrists. They spray the foot spray on him, have a little chat about their, their producers, and he's trying to say about his 3D world. She <laughs> takes the piss out of him in French, thinking, saying he can't understand, and then he in his best French says you know, blah, 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 just to show that he can understand. Then he's like, I'm going. She doesn't take the piss out of him. She, she? gets annoyed at Zoe. Because Zoe's oh, yeah, made up a lie. And um, yeah. Stephanie's like, stop making us, like, stop making lies. You always do this with strangers or something like yeah. that. Like, stop making up bullshit. And 
I don't know if it's, he understands, but they, he can see that they're like talking about, even if he doesn't, because his French is well, really says, bad, really bad. But she says right in front of him, so. he doesn't understand, and it's just like yeah. you know. Uh, but he doesn't. You know, the no compas. Yeah, but she, he's going to know something like no compas. Yeah, compa. he, yeah. It's like. <laughs> well, I I think he can see that he's they're talking about him because it's sort of obvious, mm. and that, and also that it's like uncomfortable, like she's annoyed. Yeah, um, I mean, well, I think if anyone talks about you, it's obvious if someone is talking about you in a foreign language, even if you don't understand what it yeah. is at all, it's annoying. It's like, it's yes. rare that someone's going to be saying, because if they're saying something so nice about you, they'd say it in the language you understand. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, the tone of what they're saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then he says that he's going to go, and, um, uh, and they're like, do you want us to drive you back? And he's like, no, it's all right. Bye. <laughs> Just goes next door. <laughs> Although he was on his way out, but still, yeah, he lives yeah. next door, and they don't. I know. thought it was going to. How is he going to spell this awesome. out then? Like, like he lives next door, and he's pretending he doesn't. I don't know. I thought it was actually going to cut because they then are like, she's she says, "Your stupid lies. You you make us look like two dumb bitches." Yeah. <laughs> um, and I thought it was going to possibly cut to him being back in his room next door, overhearing. Like, oh what yeah. But then, um, how do they? If they don't know that he lives in the building, why did they think he was there? Yeah, what was he doing coming up the stairs? What was he yeah. doing? In fact, he was going down the stairs. Oh, maybe they think he was visiting Sylvan, because they were like, how do you know Sylvan? Yeah. Anyway. Mm. It's a, yeah, it's a bit So and she says, confusing. it would be cool to be music producers. We'd get into gigs for free. Yeah. And um, Charlotte, whose name I've already forgotten in the... Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie is like gigs are boring. You put me to shame. Yeah, concerts are shit. Yeah, and she, well, it, well, she's kind of like thanks for shaming me because Zoe had said like she doesn't have a boyfriend. La la la. And she just made me look like a. I would be annoyed as well. I'd be like fuck off. <laughs> made me look like a desperate idiot. Um, Zoe just thinks it's funny. Um, and then we cut to the guy in the office must be the next day yeah oh, no he was probably on his way to the office wasn't he anyway so they're there and they're coming up no they're going out of the building um and yeah they come up the stairs though don't they yeah they come up the stairs and then serge the like russian one where the actor is uh he's like saying this stupid i guess he's practicing his english and he's like going oh yeah maybe yes maybe no maybe rain maybe snow <laughs> like what okay um, and, and he's wearing double corduroy, I think. Oh, is and, he? <laughs> and elbow patches as well, Aww. which I thought elbow patches were a very British kind of thing, you know, like sort of wearing mm. a, a, a handkerchief with a knot on each corner and stuff Maybe like that. Maybe they are. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and <laughs> I forget, you can't, you can see me. <laughs> just cutting arm hairs with a giant pair of scissors. Was, there was one that was annoying me, so I just gave it a little little haircut. Oh, don't do that, because then you'll just have a stump, and it'll be like inchy. And, a stump, and not itchy. a stump, but but it'll be all like spiky. It's a cross I'll have to bear. Oh um, dear! And then then they say like, so we're going to go to Momo's at like normal comdab, um, and and then. What, do you know of Momo's? What is it? No, it sounds just, like a, just a Japanese canteen or something. Something like that, that they go to nearby. Um, and then he is like, how much do you weigh to search? And mm -hmm. uh, he's like, 
I don't know, 110 pounds or something, which is very light. Yeah. But it says in the subtitles, it's 110 pounds, but he actually says... Oh, something different. He says 50 kilograms, because I'm like, they're not going to say 110 pounds oh, in print. That's lighter than uh, me. So they've translated, yeah, he's very light. He's, he's very small as well. But he is he? very small. Um, mm. And then Guy picks him up and puts him in a rubbish bin. Yeah. And this is a bit... But he, doesn't, he doesn't resist much as well, does he? No. He kind of just, but, oh, well, here I go in the rubbish bin. And it's also, it's, it's interesting because it's nice because it's one of those very Parisian rubbish bins where it's like a <laughs> green thing with a loop and then a bag just goes in it. Um, yeah, it was, the other thing also she says is the third time this week yeah. he's asking the bell. And you're like, I was kind of thinking, if it's the third time this week, <laughs> when he sort of said, how much do you weigh? I know, like, wouldn't a, he be prepared? he should know already. you think, yeah, so it, it does Maybe he likes it. Over the top. Maybe it yeah, is maybe like does. a flirty thing. Maybe he's like wanting his attention. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't really attention. resist. Well, I know it's obviously, obviously, obviously incredibly inappropriate for your boss to be picking you up and putting you in the bin. Yeah, there's so in many kinds of inappropriate. But like, it was bad that like Guy was calling them pede, and then but then Martine says it, and so I feel yeah. like so I actually looked up this word this time because I was like, okay, I just want to know if this is does have the same history, and I found an article about it, um, and it's about this word and. The word gwyn, which is word for like what I guess it would translate as like dyke. Um, mm. And basically the article is like, not surprisingly, you know, saying like these have this like long history and some of the words have been, you know, reclaimed in some ways, but they are offensive and they are derogatory. Um, and it still is pretty much. And it's I think it's a bit like now it's like, yeah, if you are gay and you're saying it to someone else in a context that's like we are kind of reclaiming it okay <laughs> and it's not in public but if it's in public and it's someone who's not gay to someone who is it's turned it's turned a like offensive um yeah. but i just feel like in this time it just isn't it's just like kind of when we were young people would just be like oh it's so gay you know like it's just horrible and it's a shame <laughs> um but it comes from pederast which is essentially from the Greek and it's to do with like what we would say paedophiles so it's to do with like the Greek tradition of older men and young boys being together so that's got like very different connotations now which like I've been listening to this podcast history is gay and they talk about like from quite a lot of different cultures I've listened to one about Japan and uh China and yeah, in, in Greece, I don't think I've listened to that one. Um, ancient, I think they talk about other places, but those are the ones I've listened to. Um, and they all have this like history uh, of that same kind of thing, like in Japan, like older men being with young boys, mm. but it being like not being in any way non-consensual, not being in any way kind of offensive. It was just like part of society. And it was like what, like the aristocracy would do they would have like a young boyfriend and it was considered like really fashionable and it wasn't even kind of transgressive it was just like what you did mm -hmm. so it's quite interesting because it's not always been like a it's not necessarily like a bad thing it's just in our terms now it's like distasteful because we consider it when I mean, it's illegal <laughs> not illegal I mean, because guess... they're not necessarily underage but a lot of them were but like yeah the, you well. know big age gap yeah i mean i guess there's like the consensuality side is is that we now kind of put age limits on who can mm. 
but there were things like they said in japan uh they would have these performers who were like young boys who would then be with like an older man and they would dress as women but it would become like their life like they would you know personify um like this this character and then often it wouldn't even be that they would actually be young but it was just kind in a way it was kind of way of talking about like dominant or yeah dominant or submissive and so it would just be like the younger one but actually they were like you know getting older (laughs) or or the other way they would like what it would be it would be like the young boy like once he got older then he would then in terms get turn get his own like younger partner yeah does he say anything about it on the um no i hope they would but no (laughs) yeah i wonder whether when the um Change. Um, yeah, when whether when that was made, whether they sort of did it just at the end of it, or you know, sometime yeah. after they've done it, I don't know. Yeah, but there's no exact time, is there? Because it's not like suddenly it was like this word is it was always offensive, but it was just oh, yeah. whether people would like pick up on it. Yeah. Which I think I feel like has only happened really recently, to be honest. Like in the last, I don't know. It's hard to tell. Five um, years. I feel like a film more than five years ago. Yeah. Maybe wouldn't. So we presume that he's going to Momo's. Um, I've forgotten her name. She's going to eat on her own. Martin. And then they, Martina's eating on her own. And then they switch to Guy and Stefan oh, yeah. in the park. Yeah. Uh, which has a statue. And he says, I can't believe my mother lied about the job just to get me over here. Okay. That's, that's the end of the minute. Um, it's all very Parisian looking, isn't it? Like the street they're on, it's got those sort of, you know, bollards with the round bit on the top and the crisscross kind of cut into the uh, tarmac on the driveway. And then this park with the sort of tall trees coming straight out of the gravel. Very Parisian. I like your description of what. It's hard when you live somewhere, you have a different picture yeah. of what makes it like that. I mean, yeah. like if I were to describe what is something very New York, you'd probably be like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, but there's, a, I think, yeah, I don't know. Although those things are the things that tend to show up. Although I feel like New York has got some strange bits away on film. It kind yeah. of, there's things that they do so much that you realise don't actually happen. Mm. Um, but I was, I was really surprised. One of the things that surprised me is how much there's this um, big underground steam heating system in new york yeah the, which, the things in so, the street yeah so there's lots of times in new york you'll just be going along and there is a big yeah like in film yellow pipe yeah belching out tons of steam and it can look very cinematic yeah um, it's very and cool. it's it's not an uncommon thing it, it is genuinely I, happening and also i feel like walking past the the like the brownstones i was like oh yeah this is like being in a woody allen film i was like this is mm. so strange they just look like how i'd imagine but i found like central park wasn't quite how i pictured it from film oh really yeah it felt different but i don't know like what were you i mean expecting? it did have i don't know really it was bigger and it was more um, it had more bits to it. I think I just thought it was like, I guess I was kind of basing it on like London parks, like sort of, um, I don't know, Hyde Park or something. No, I don't mm. know. I just pictured it being like a bit more, just like one big sort of open 
grassy space and it does have that yeah. but it also has like walkways i don't know i mean oh, yeah, yeah. i guess we didn't really see all of it but yeah no there's definitely quite a few areas to it where there's some sort of grassy bits there's a sort of amusement park there's some yeah bits. there's uh, um when uh not long after i'd moved there my mum visited um and i think we had just been to the met and we came out and it had just started snowing but it was snowing very heavily mm. and we were like let's walk through central park and we can get uh. the subway from the other side and we went in and it was snowing <laughs> we got lost and came oh, out no. and we were we were still on the same side. <laughs> no. <laughs> we managed to get that lost. So we just sort of wandered around in a big circle and came back. Oh, I bet it looked nice though. Yeah. I'm hungry now. Mm. I had some cereal actually just before because I was like, otherwise I'll get hungry. Yeah. I made pancakes earlier and I've got some left. Oh, nice. So what should I do? Should I go on a walk? A bike ride? <laughs> Maybe um, I should go on a bike ride. Yeah. Right to you. Um, okay. Sorry, I didn't stop. I forgot to press the stop. Cut it. <laughs>